Hello, friends. Welcome back to an episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Thrive Market. So many goodies on this website. Listen, they have organic wine, organic all products delivered right to your doorstep. I'll give you a promo code. It's going to be exciting. Just buckle your seatbelts. Get ready. All right. I tried on jeans, guys. I did it about two hours ago. I, uh, that was like being in war. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay war. That's way worse. But the, the feeling I felt, the shame I felt in myself. Um, so like, I don't know, three to four months ago before this happened, I, you know, I was following this like website. It was like this blog website about like all the cool clothes, like Hailey Bieber wears. I was like, I love those jeans. I got to get those jeans. And then I clicked on the link that would, uh, you know, what the jeans are. And they were like for $380 or $470 jeans. I was like, that's too expensive. But I still want them. So then I spent another month just searching and searching for a sale on these jeans. I'm like, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a sale. I'm going to find them. I ended up getting them for 180, which is way too expensive for jeans. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not Richie Rich here, but I really wanted these. I found them. And I took quite a bit of time to figure out what size it would be that I would fit in. So I, cause I, I think it was final sale maybe because of the sale. I was like, I can't send them back. Like I just got to make this work. I was like, if Haley wears like a 24, 25, like I'm certainly at least three sizes up from that. Um, so I figured it out and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. Bought them. They arrived. When I pulled them out of the package, I was like, God, these are wide. <laughs> Probably should have gotten smaller because I'm arrogant. Um, <laughs> they have no stretch in them. Uh, that's another side note. And so I was like, I'm going to put these. I was like, I should have gone smaller before I put them on. I was like, easy breezy. Put them on. Well, they fit like a glove, but to the point where um, my organs were being restricted. Like I had uh, some breathing problems. Um, my lungs might need. There's a lot happening when I when I had put them on months ago. Right. But they looked great. Um, and I actually watched this like Alexa Chung uh, thing uh, yesterday morning, I think, where she was interviewing this like fancy French girl and French girl style. And uh, the French girl was like, oh, jeans are the ultimate French girl look, but they're never comfortable. Do like it's a lie to think that jeans are comfortable, which I agree with. I always thought that was so fucking annoying when people would be like, when people would be like, what's your most favorite thing to wear? Just lounging around. And people would be like, my my jeans are the most comfortable thing I own. No, they're not. They never have been. Let's just talk about leggings. Those are. Jeans never have been. Everyone's lying to you. That's a marketing ploy. And it was very refreshing to hear someone who's like a fashion icon be like, no, they're not comfortable. And that's how they're cute on you. The stretch they put in jeans. Yes, it's comfortable. It's not as flattering as when I guess the jeans are thick. She was explaining it. Um, But I got it because the jeans I got there there's no stretch they're very thick and but they they suck you in like a 1700s corset like you're in them but you have to also you know resign yourself to the fact that you're not probably eating much that night which I'm really not willing to do so these are like my yeah, these are like my display jeans I'll wear them occasionally I'll wear them for an hour but I'm leaving that party immediately because I can't eat the you know the appetizers, the tray past appetizers. Anyways, 
So I felt very empowered though watching that where I was like, yeah, jeans aren't supposed to be comfortable. And I've been fearing trying them back on because I was like, I probably gained weight during this. And I was like, ah. But I was like, you know what? She said jeans aren't supposed to be comfortable. So I'm probably going to put them on and they're going to be uncomfortable. And I'm going to be like, yeah, put them on. There's about three inches that wouldn't button. So I'm in a bit of a downward spiral. I'll figure it out. But hopefully, you know, I don't want you guys to be in the same position. But if you are, you're not alone. You're not alone if you spent your life savings on the jeans you wanted so much. And now they're, it would take, I don't even think they would button if there was like, like heavy machinery, like ripping them from both sides and someone else like stuffing my stomach in from the middle. Wouldn't happen, but I'm okay with it. It's what we're doing right now. And, uh. I love you. Hope you're with me on that. Anywho, um, <laughs> uh, thank God, though. I guess I'm not dating. Now I'm trying to segue into my guest. Um, but I hide my fatness from Greg. It's like because he's so skinny. My boyfriend probably wears smaller jeans than me. And so I have to be like, no, I'm so breezy. Look at me in this loose fitting pajama shorts. Like, I haven't gained weight because I have whatever. Um, but my my friend Jen Golden, who's fucking amazing she she has an incredibly popular podcast called it's complicated and honestly I rely on her for all dating advice because okay so her co-host is Lauren Leonelli who is also amazing but they have a great different dynamic so Lauren now just had a baby she's engaged to be married Jen's been single for a while which I was for a long time too but even when I was single and Jen would give me advice like I always because I'm I feel like I tend to be more uh forgiving and she would be like no like you do not accept that date after 2 p.m if he has not told you the time because I'm like well what if he's busy like I would be kind of a moron about it but she really schooled me on giving yourself rules and boundaries that make you feel good about yourself and that kind of weed out the losers and so I'm really excited to have her on so it's Jen Golden from the It's Complicated podcast she has incredible dating advice. She's also doing a lot of advice on dating during quarantine. She's done a lot of that. And she's like setting up these virtual happy hours for people that live around the LA area. If you don't, maybe she'll expand beyond that. But regardless, she's super cool. She's blunt. She's hilarious. She gives great advice. So without further ado, give it up for Jen Golden. Jen Golden. Is this only your second or third time on the podcast? It's hard to keep track because we talk all the time and we yeah. hang out. So like at well, some point. Well, we used to hang out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I am still in denial, I think. And I am living in the days where we watch The Bachelor Weekly. That It's so sad. We had such a fun like girl routine going where, you know, all of us. Uh, well, Deanna had a boyfriend off and on, but like most of us were in relationships. Lauren was pregnant, but we still made the commitment to be like on Monday, it's girls night watching the bachelor. And we took it so seriously. We had such cute food spreads and <sighs> that wasn't that long ago. No. And you know, March what the- might've been the last time we did it. I mean, who can tell what's today? I don't even know. If yeah. you told me it was August, I'd believe you because I have no sense of time or space. Yeah. I, I made a joke at the beginning of this to Greg, like, God, like, well, we'll probably be out of quarantine like right before our anniversary. Nope, that was last week, basically. Well, no, it was a few days ago. But like, now I'm pretty sure I'll be celebrating my birthday in quarantine. Oh. That's in July. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I'm not a huge birthday person, but it's like, 
Well, by the way, so the, like, I don't know, whatever her name is, Karen or something. It's always a Karen. But the person in charge of our county <laughs> uh-huh. um, released a statement literally as I was, like, getting ready to log on to this podcast uh-huh. um, that L.A. is going to start really reopening July 4th. Like, by then. I just saw an alert for that, yeah, too. Yeah. So I'm like. First of all, people are running amok through the city. So I think they think it's open. Yeah. So what else is next? But people really aren't. Like I noticed, like, because I've been spending a lot of time in the Quinta and I kind of forgot. Like, and when I come come back here, I'm like, it's almost like, like Greg and I walked to the store, like when it was kind of almost dark or basically dark last night. And we were like, it's like being in a sleepy little town. Like there's no one on the streets. Okay, so that's different on the weekends at the beach. I went there last weekend oh, okay. and I it was they like... they closed them, then they reopened them? Okay, so they reopened them with like 17 rules, but okay. no one followed them, not a single one of them. You're supposed to only do fitness out there. You're supposed to wear a mask the whole time. You can't You're... force people into fitness. That's not fair. Okay, well, <laughs> no one was forcing them, I'll tell you yeah. that much, because I had my ass in the sand. Yeah. And they said, do not sunbathe, do not put your butt down. And what did we do? We put our butt down. Some guy had like a full boombox situation happening in a tent and like other people had their whole families there. It looked like Memorial Day weekend prior to Memorial Day weekend. I truly don't understand that. What is the health reason with don't put your butt down? I would think exercise, the blowing on people would be. It's just not to sit and stay and lounge and be around people. They don't want you sedentary and like casually just. They don't want you sedentary, but it's like stay at home and be the most sedentary. Well, I think it's more that they just don't want you freeloading and spreading your germs. Yeah, I, I agree. They want but you there because it's a you know nature, and they should allow you to work out if you want to. In yeah, Mother Nature and get fr- like fresh air because we've been quarantined. Yeah, but no your one, mental health needs it. Right, no one was doing that. I remember my friend when the when Orange when we were closed, but Orange County beaches weren't, and he was like taking videos from like his balcony, and I'm like, yeah, it looked like Memorial Day weekend. I'm like, what? What? Okay, so imagine what Memorial Day weekend is going to look like. It's going to be insane. And then July 4th, I honestly think that our government should give up on us and just let us fend for ourselves. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. See, but that's because that I can't I can't reasonably say that because like I've a father with a compromised immune system. And you know like, what, though? The smart people will stay home. Yeah. Your dad knows now what this can do to him. He's not going to yeah, go put himself home. out there. Yeah. I'm not stepping foot in a music festival or a bar. I don't think you're going to have the opportunity, my I'm friend. okay with it, to be honest. I hate those things anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good riddance to them. Yeah. But like, if I don't go to a restaurant but I order in, cool. If I yeah. go to the beach and sit far apart from people, also cool. Because I don't fine. really want people near me. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I'm glad they did open that stuff up. Because the fact that you couldn't even go hiking and they were discouraged you from going on, like, walks and things. I'm like, that is how I live and breathe. Like, right. I, I have to be outside. Also, I've had to get really creative with dates. Something that has been going on, I think it's part of the pandemic. I used to call dating a pandemic. Yeah. Now I call dating during a pandemic a pandemic year pandemic so that's that is why i wanted you on the podcast after we're done with our coronavirus rants we're really truly not trying to complain like i i in general feel fine during this yeah in terms of like i've been able to adapt i mean i, I love to cook so that's all i've been doing really and then just working on a project and like you've been working non-stop you're lucky enough not to have lost your job oh my god non-stop and i actually have been saying for probably years mm-hmm. that people should facetime date first yeah. don't put on your outfit don't waste your money don't spend your time with a person you're just gonna wish you could walk out on Ugh. instead 
do step one, which is FaceTime date or a phone call. You know, if you've got banter, you know, if you can hold a conversation or if the person bores you to death, like the one and I you just can see spoke what, to the other and day. And you can see what their house looks like inside. If right. they're a messy slob, oh. you know right away. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I had a guy the other day say, I know this is a bit forward, but I'm going to invite you into my home virtually via a FaceTime date. And I got, thought that was funny because funny. I'm clearly not going into his actual house. But here's what I was about to say. Some guys are like, well, I can't take you to a restaurant. I can't meet you at a bar. So do you want to come to my house and we'll order food or have a drink there? I'm like, no, serial killer. Right. I'm sorry. So you might have gotten tested for COVID, but that test didn't test for your morality. Yeah, that's a no. That's a hard pass. See, okay. So, okay, well, let me explain. You guys know who Jen Golden is, but if you don't, she's the host of the very popular podcast. It's complicated. That is all about dating. I think you give incredible dating advice. Thank Sometimes you. I think... Like, but then you'll convince me and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Cause I'm, sometimes I'm like, we'll just give the person a chance. <laughs> like, I'll think you're being too harsh. But then I'm like, no, we've waited this long to like find someone to marry. You might as well have goddamn high standards. Like uh, not even high standards, regular standards. Yeah. Like, okay. For instance, you're interviewing for a job. Do you yeah. take the first job you get offered? I mean, hopefully not unless maybe you got laid off from a job and you need work. But yeah. in a normal world, you hopefully go after the job that is the right fit because you're going to spend all of your time there. Exactly. And you don't want to be in a place that makes you miserable. Why mm-hmm. would you want to date somebody who makes you miserable and spend all of your personal time with them in your best years of your life? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. Yeah. Especially like just find a way to also, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done, but I think get to a place where you're super happy with just yourself. And I'm not saying in a way of like the, because I do think it can go to the extreme where someone's so set in their ways because they've been alone for so long that they're just like losing the ability to interact and like bend their ways with people but I think a less extreme version of just just be happy with yourself enjoy your time with your friends enjoy your job enjoy your your pets enjoy like whatever it is that makes you happy your hobbies like and then find someone absolutely I mean that is like, that way you're not desperate you're not like oh my god this person's gonna make me feel better about my life it's like I already like my life Oh, God. And you're going to repel everybody if that's what you're hoping for. But you can only hide that for so long. Like absolutely. you can only put up a fake act for what do you what would you estimate the fake act? Because I've I've dated a lot of guys where and then I've, when I was younger, got into a relationship with them where I got into a relationship with the fake act. And then that ended quickly. And then I was like, fuck, I'm already in it. Three months. You think a guy how long do you think a girl can keep it up forever? No, I don't think so. No, there's no way you can hide your crazy or your laziness or your bitchiness or your. So I think um, a girl can keep it up way longer than a guy, mostly because we have to act our whole lives anyway. Like, yeah, we're, we were bred to be a certain thing, which is thank God gender roles are changing and people mm-hmm. are talking about like the Glennon Doyle book about being untamed. Yeah. Like you don't have to be these things. And we're not overselling it as much as a guy does. And when I mean that, I mean like guys oversell how successful they are how much money they have, how much whatever. That they're a gentleman. We're just overselling <laughs> that like we don't eat, you know. We have fake uh, eyelashes. <laughs> nachos for breakfast. You right. know what I mean? Like we're just overselling like the weird gross things that we do. Or that we want to give you a blowjob. We don't always yeah. want to. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. It's yeah. called a job for a reason. Yeah. Just because we want you to like us and we're going to do it in the beginning doesn't mean it's forever. Doesn't mean I want something jammed into my face. No. Oh my God. It's actually I so I already degrading. have a hard time breathing out of my nose. I broke it so many times. Also, how am I supposed to wear a mask and give you a blowjob. <laughs> well, perfect timing, but you can't be with right? anyone new anyways. Okay. So how many quarantine dates have you been on? And what are the good, the bad, and the ugly stories? Oh, man. And then you can give me your advice that you've, you know, 
come up with during this? So many things. How to start. Okay, so I've gone on several FaceTime dates. Okay. I, I don't know if you say gone on, but I've had several FaceTime dates. Do you get dates. all dressed up for them? No, of course not. Just like I don't for a business meeting. It's like a top and a, like a headband. Yeah. Do you I don't put even, makeup on? No, I put on mascara and that's it. And maybe like this gel in my eyebrows to make them look like especially like... That youthful Brooke Shields right. from that Blue Lagoon movie. Exactly. Look. Yeah. So they're like... But you don't wear a lot of makeup anyway. No, so I don't have time for that. And also I don't remember how to put it on. So I put on the, mar- the bare minimum and this is why. I don't want them to think that I am that girl that's sitting at home in quarantine with, with a ring light on. on. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, whoa. Lord, I am not that girl. And you know what? One day you're going to have to see me in your house when I wake up. This is still what I look like. Yeah. So let's just set the standards now. I want your expectations to be low so I can only go higher from there. So, so funny because I've been wearing makeup most of quarantine just to feel normal. Right. And that also makes sense because whatever makes you happy makes you yeah. happy. You know what makes me happy? A glass of wine and maybe moving my feet a little bit. Like yeah. to say I worked out so I deserve that glass of wine. Yeah. But makeup doesn't make me happy. Um, a good face mask and like looking at myself in the mirror and being like, look at that green face, girl. You can do that because you're at home. Yeah. That makes me happy. The freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so for the FaceTime date, I wear a cute top, maybe a headband. I haven't done my hair and I can't remember how many months. Um, and some scara. That's okay. about it. Got it. Okay. So you're not scary. Some scara, so you're not exactly. scary. Got it. Exactly. So that's the story there. And some FaceTime dates are better than others. Like some will involve wine. Some will involve food, like mm-hmm. a dinner date. I've had two sushi dates now. One, we both ordered our own sushi. The other one, this guy was like, Hey, let, I'll send you sushi and then we'll have a sushi date. Which I, you told me about. I thought that was so cute. And Except, it didn't work out? No. Why? You know, well, okay. So this guy is really sweet. I think he found me on an app and then I, we didn't match. So he found me on Instagram and then he reached out to me and then basically begged for me to go out with him. However, you can do that mm-hmm. virtually, I guess. So I said yes, because I was like, you know what? I really like persistence. I think that shows character yeah. that sh- is manly. That shows that I am special to him in some way because yeah. he's actually making effort versus these freaking a-holes that make no effort at all. And you might as well, you could be interchangeable. Yeah. So this guy was making a lot of effort. So I was like, all right. And he painted a pretty picture of ordering sushi and stuff. But then when we the time came, he was like, well, I can't figure out how to order you sushi. Um, so why don't you order it? Ooh, and I'll then you. But then you also had to you. give him your address, though. I didn't mind that so much because you have to get into my building. And also, does anyone want to come into my um, building? It looks like a hazmat. Your, no, your, your building is oftentimes not locked. I've been there many right, well, times. Don't tell our listeners yeah. that. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't come say. to my house. Not for <laughs> they you. They don't know your address. There's corona there. Yeah. Stay away. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Don't breathe. Um, anyway, it's a makeshift hospital right now. It looks like that. And it has not changed since you've been there. So, um, I order myself sushi because he couldn't figure it out. And then Mm -hmm. he's like, I'll Venmo you the money. And I was like, no, that's unnecessary. It's fine. This is my contribution to society at this point. Mm -hmm. So I wanted the sushi anyway. I locked in on that. But I was like losing hope in this date because I was like, he can't figure it out. It's all getting a little bit complicated. He called me like 17 different times before the FaceTime to try and work out the logistics. I'm like... I'm oh. already tired of you. So anyway, we get on this Why date. Why so many calls for the logistics? I, I don't know. It's, it's, I am easily irritated. Yeah. This sent me through the roof. Yeah. Like. It's too many calls. Right. Too many things. Figure it out or figure out an alternative, but don't do this. Yeah. You've ruined the romance and the mysteria surrounding the mysteria. I think it's like hysteria Mi- and mystery. Mis- I don't, it's a word that yeah. Corona invented. It's hy- hysteria and mystery. Right. 
Mysteria. Mm-hmm. So he ruined the Mysteria. And <laughs> it's a word I'm going to name this podcast episode He Ruined the Mysteria. <laughs> it's a new disease. Get vaccinated. <laughs> You probably could convince people that like one of the one of the side effects of coronavirus is the mysteria. Oh, brother, it's a new STD. It's when bad dates go wrong or when good dates go wrong, I guess. So anyway, he fucking ruined the mysteria. And so I ordered my own sushi. And then I after this horrid date that was so boring, it was like the most painful. I mean, I'm sure I've had equally painful dates, if not worse. But let's just talk about the time frame. Really bad. It was probably like top five bad dates. okay what did he what did he look like what what he's attractive he, what does he do he has a great job but he's not well spoken he stuttered basically but i think it was maybe nerves he also rambled he also like couldn't ask a question i don't know if you've ever seen on snl the nicholas fane sketch where uh-huh. he okay so he'll read like headlines uh-huh. from the news and then explain to you what the story is about but he'll do it in this kind of way this is the best way i can explain it he'll be like coronavirus taking over the world i mean you know oh how could they why do they do that vaccinations oh <laughs> that's like, hilarious what's the story what just happened did i learn anything i'm pretty sure he just said words and that was it that was his way of like trying to prove he was smart do you know that do it you was know like that, a summary gone wrong do you know that that was like notoriously what um ronald reagan did when he was like like a Hollywood socialite before he became president, but then even afterwards when he was president, like his first wife apparently would like say to people at a party, like get him to shut the fuck up. How did he get to be president? I mean, I guess <laughs> no that was idea. the start of Trump because yeah. really we've got the same situation happening Yeah, there. I have no idea. Oh but apparently God. he would just give people facts that they didn't care about. Like, well, you know, this is why the ship moved this way. Well, like, facts are better than what this was. This was just like... Not when people are just trying to chat. I guess, but this was like fragments... Mm-hmm. And like conjugations. This was like not actual Aww. subject, principle, whatever the things how that make up a sentence. It, how long did it last? Okay, so I cut it at 45 minutes because I just like couldn't take it anymore. What's the out on a date? Because like if you're in person, you can be like, oh, got to get up early. I guess you can do that on a Mine is always date. the same. Yeah. It's either my mom from Miami on the East Coast is calling and I got to take her call before she goes to bed. Or my dog needs to go out and I like to walk her with a reasonable time frame because I don't want to be out there late Safety in first. the dark. Safety first. Yeah, that's Especially good. Especially Corona. I don't know what's happening yeah. out there. Wild, wild times. West Hollywood has gotten wild, by it the way. It has. Oh, so many homeless people, no masks. So There was like that before. I'm talking about like the uh, amount of like basic lockdowns we've had because of the helicopters overhead oh, and the crazy... Especially over your area. I stalk you on Citizen. Yo, I don't understand why. This is supposed to be one of the nicer parts of West Hollywood. You know, I think it's more that we know more. Yeah. Citizen tells us what's happening before we just ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Well, I did also find out during one of that last, this is sidebar guys, one of those last um, helicopter raids of my neighborhood, basically, that there's a murder apartment building on Palm, two blocks over. Uh, uh, some of the most gruesome murders in the last like like eight years have happened in that same apartment building. I feel like you're fascinated. It. I was fascinated, but really horrified. And also like, why did I never hear about this? Like, they're like gruesome. Like someone ate someone's heart. No. Is that your next podcast? No, my next podcast is different. (laughs) I can't say what it is yet. Anyways. Well. But I guess my neighborhood's not as safe as I thought. No, it's. But you know what? No, no neighborhood is. Yeah. So I think we're in a good place because we have citizen apps. So we know not to leave our house. Good call. And uh, ignorance is no longer bliss. Yeah, totally. Okay. So you cut that one off at 45. Did you have to tell him like, did he then... Okay, Send so you a text is, like, I had so much fun. Yes. Okay, so what happened after that was 
we got off the call and he said something like, oh, I hope your mom is doing well or something like that. She actually happened to have recently have hip surgery this week oh, so or last week. I can't tell time and space. So yeah. she had hip surgery. Okay. I can tend to be picky about what I eat, but not in the way that like I won't. I eat a lot, but I like it to be high quality and hopefully organic. But now during these like quarantine COVID-19 times like it's kind of you kind of have just like get what it's available on the delivery apps but then I discovered Thrive Market it has been a game changer so what if I told you that you could get high quality organic and non-GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than you're paying now and you can also help families in need it's a win-win it makes me feel so good in my body to put good products in it and also to give back through Thrive Market. So that's what I've been doing since I discovered Thrive Market. And as a proud member, I get the products I love and my paid membership also provides a free one for someone in need, like a low-income family or a teacher or a veteran or a first responder. And Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values like paleo to keto to plant-based and they deliver the highest quality organic and non-GMO food. They also offer clean beauty and bath products, which I've ordered, pet staples and non-toxic cleaning products, plus ethical meat, also ordered those, sustainable seafood on those too, clean wine and more. I'm just like so thrilled with their variety of products that just feel like you're putting good things in your body and giving back in a good way. And as a member, I'm saving 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49. So not only do I feel great about getting a deal on my favorite clean organic products, but also I feel great about helping to support families who need it most. In addition to membership matching, Thrive Market is matching donations to their COVID-19 relief fund dollar for dollar. Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. And you can learn more about their commitments to customers and membership matching on their website. So guys, get involved. We need this right now. And so do the frontline workers. So guys, try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash be here. Join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's thrivemarket.com slash be here to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 toward your first order. That's thrivemarket.com slash be here. T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash be here. So I basically was like, oh, I got to talk to my mom. She keeps texting me. Um, I got to check in with her because she's going to go to sleep soon. So that really worked out, obviously, because oh, she's on the East Coast. So I'm like, it's 11 her time. And she just she just had surgery. So dramatic and yeah. also so plausible. Yeah. But anyway, so I did that. you didn't have to make up a fake thing because that, that has bad karma, I think. I mean, no, because like when you, I think when you say like somebody's sick or someone's dying or someone's having something bad that ends up happening to them. But in this case, like what you said, like she really did have hip yeah, surgery. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't have to make yeah. it up. Yeah. So that worked out in my favor. So anyway, I get off the call and he's like, I hope your mom's surgery or I hope your mom's doing okay. And I was like, yeah, thanks. And then he was like, so um, I just Venmoed you for dinner. And I was like, Oh, so I look and he sent me $75 oh, for sushi that that's like a lot of money. Okay. By the way, my sushi was 
$45. So it wasn't cheap. Hey, you profited. I did. So what he said was, well, don't worry about it because the difference is for the flowers I would have gotten you. And I was like, if this was a guy like that would have been sweet. But at the same time, the whole like logistics issue that when he ruined the Mysteria, like all of that just annoyed me so much. And I was like, these fucking flowers. If I liked him, sure. But then after that, he was like, so do you think we can keep getting to know each other? Mm -hmm. So, you know me, I have to put my foot down and I like to spread the, uh, the truth. Okay. I'm like, spread your, spread your seed of truth. Exactly. You know what? I am like, what are those people in religion called? I don't even know because I'm so not religious, but like the ones that spread the word of God or something. Prosperity gospel. I'm sure. This is part of the podcast I'm working on here. Well, exactly. So you're the right person for this. So I feel like I have to spread God's word as it relates to dating relationships to make sure that everyone is really. You're a prophet of sorts. Yeah. God's speaking through you and giving people dating advice. Because no one knows what the hell they're doing. so yeah. I got to help them. And and you were not interested in just one more conversation no. with them to see. You Zero just knew right away. Okay. I knew 72 I guess you don't have to like someone just that. because they gave you $75. No, definitely not. I don't need to be paid for that. I can buy my own sushi. And I thought I was. And then he gave me more money. But whatever. So I said to him, listen, I would love to continue getting to know you. But I would say it's going to be as friends because I didn't really feel that romantic connection. But who's to say virtually? Honestly, Good. I'm I like getting that. a vibe though that it's more friendly. You need to create an app that is a template of text messages that girls can send that do not have like the the bravery in themselves to be honest with someone, mm-hmm. but they can use your simple platform and uh, templates for text. And you it, heard it here. Yeah, you're creating it. I am gonna. And in the meantime, because I don't message us if you're an app creator. Right. Exactly. If you're a developer and you also maybe want to date me. Send uh, your info to Rachel. Or you could just be one of those people that like has people like buy buy my dating program. Yeah. Oh, like a PDF. Yeah. I could send you. Okay. So I have like a ton but they can of also stock like, messages. But they can also like schedule, like the girls can schedule like FaceTime calls with you to be like, this is a specific, they can pay you like 50 bucks or whatever for an hour of your time or $15 for just 10 minutes of your time and you craft a text message for them. Amazing. I'm happy to do that for you guys. I'm an entrepreneur. You are. And also like (laughs) I'm here for it because I truly believe we all have to be honest because if we're not, that's what continues this facade of like ghosting and Mm -hmm. lying and not letting people understand what it is you don't like about them. And it's like a chain reaction because if you're hurting someone's feelings and ghosting them, they're going to be more inclined to do that to someone else. Exactly. So I actually called a guy out because he tried to ghost me and I was like, not, not, not happening. Which one's this? So I FaceTimed with him twice. We did two FaceTime dates. Then he actually invited me over for a socially distant walk. And then he cooked for me distantly. And we sat outside his house. This was not the one that when you and I went on a socially distant walk. Yes. It's that one. Yes. But didn't he cancel before? So he rescheduled with Mm -hmm. no real explanation and no apology. He was not very remorseful. And I could tell his manners were a little off. Okay. So... I end up having dinner with him at his house a couple days after I saw you. Mm-hmm. And then distantly, of course. And we had a great time before the end of the night. He, 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 I don't think he wanted me to ever leave. I don't actually know if he thought maybe he would like get a kiss or something. But I was very, mm-hmm. you know, strict about staying away. Yeah. And so before the end of the night happened, he was like, okay, so the next time we do this, I'll either come to you or we'll meet in the middle because I had gone to him the first time. Where do you time. meet in the middle? In the middle of the street? I you truly, can't, there's no restaurants. Well, well, we'll talk about my my innovation for okay. dating distantly. But Oh, you got some tips? Of course okay. I do. I have so many things to say about this <laughs> subject matter. It could go on for days. Um, 
But anyway, so he was like hinting at this next time we were going to hang out. So I was like, okay, cool. Later that week was his birthday. I hadn't heard from him all week, but I reached out on his birthday, of course, because I'm going to be like a nice gal and yeah. be like, happy birthday. <laughs> nice gal. <laughs> Hope you're having a great day doing whatever. And I like used an inside joke or some information I had on him to make it more personalized. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, we should celebrate soon. He wrote me back right away. And then I wrote him back and then I didn't hear from him. 24 hours later, I gave him 24 hours because like it's your birthday. Maybe you're yeah. dealing with Zooms and maybe you're dealing with Facebook messages. I don't know how you're living your best birthday yeah. virtual life. But I reached out and I was like, hey, so I'm going to take your lack of communication as disinterest. While that's very concerning considering what you actually said to me about hanging out in the future, I'm going to just let you know ghosting during a pandemic is especially unkind. It's unkind at any point. We can all be a bit better for each other. I like that. So I would hope that you would be if you were trying to ghost me. Okay, I have a question though, and I think that's great. Yeah. It was his birthday, and yes. it was 24 hours. What was the last lingering message? Like, I I can't say for sure I'd be that upset with the guy, but maybe you're just not telling me something. We're getting there. So, okay, okay. Because it seems a little extreme on his birthday to be like within 24 hours. Well, so the he had said to me like, how are you? And I answered him and I was like, we should celebrate soon. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said that was because it was giving him the out to say, you know, while I had fun with you, I don't feel that connection. Or yes, we should hang out again. Mm-hmm. I also didn't like how long it normally took him to respond to me. Okay, He like lagged in time. So that was annoying to me in mm-hmm. general. That would have never worked for me. I actually like people that communicate properly. Yeah. But um, it's not like he's doing that much, to be honest. You know, mm-hmm. he's home. It's, he doesn't yeah. have coworkers nagging at him. He yeah. can not You're answer not that, that phone call. Right. Yeah. You're not that busy. So there was no real excuse to not communicate properly mm-hmm. or with respect. So... After 24 hours, which I felt was like a suitable amount of time to give him to respond to what I said about potentially hanging out in the future, he didn't. And so I reached out with that message. I called him out. And his response was, by the way, nine hours after I sent that message. Oh. mm -hmm, He said, hey, sorry. Yeah. After consideration of our hangout, I realized I didn't feel the spark that I would have wanted to feel. Um sorry I didn't intend to ghost you by the way yes he did but I called him out mm-hmm. so then he didn't he had to say something now he had right. to say something exactly otherwise he did intend to um but then he said something sorry for the mixed signals I hope that you are well and stay healthy so after that I God, didn't people need to come up with a better sign off stay like- healthy well I went to your house and you could have infected me so yeah. stay healthy is probably the wrong choice of words yeah. because you are the problem but anywho and was the spark sorry do you think the spark because now I have a thought in my head of like when people are doing these social distancing dates and if you are trying to be responsible and not kiss and whatever and follow the rules so we're not spreading this to other people um is it giving like like would have there have been a spark if you were able to actually interact? Like, is is the quarantine dating kind of like, I don't know. But then again, people have developed relationships like just as like pen pals on the phone and online for, I mean, since the beginning of time. Like, exactly. Yeah, online since the beginning of time. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think that, do you think that has that much to do with it though? So or is I, it preventing people from like hooking up too soon, which is good and making a fake spark? Okay, so I think there's a couple things happening right now at this time. I think, first of all, we all know if we feel a spark with somebody because we're excited to talk to them and we don't want to stop. 
Yeah. So we definitely had a spark. I don't know what he's referring to. He even mentioned hanging out again and he didn't want me to leave. So something was there. Yeah. That I'm not really sure what went south for him. And I also don't really care because I think he had issues in other areas. But I think you also thought maybe he was dating quarantine dating someone else because of the first time he canceled I remember you saying that yeah so it's possible he was juggling a few ladies and I think that's the other thing that's happening right now so people are either repelled from dating because they're like I don't want to try dating somebody when I can't actually like physically see them or I don't know how this is going to work because they don't have me in their life to tell them how they can make this work Mm -hmm. um, with all of my brilliant (laughs) ideas as to how you can virtually date and then take it to real life but find Jen Golden or is it Jennifer Golden on Instagram uh, Jennifer Golden. Jennifer Golden. She'll she'll work out a deal with you. Absolutely. I take Venmo. <laughs> so, and I'm really good at FaceTiming. So anyway, um, people are either not dating at all because they don't understand. There's no reward. Mm-hmm. You know, the the ROI, it's very minimal for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have an imagination to how to make this work. Then there are the people that are like, God damn it, I'll never quarantine alone again. I need a girlfriend immediately. Yeah. So they're rapid fire dating. And you can sort of get a Which sense. It's real scary, I think. I think it's scary. I think all of this is scary, and that's why people need help. But that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. So, and we will be here for a while. Yes, we will. In our homes <laughs> and on the internet. Um, so then there's the group of people that are like wanting to meet somebody. They're like trying to, they're like one foot in, one foot out, and they're sort of on a slower pace but they're still chugging along okay so i think those are the right people to talk to because they're not trying to date you just to fill a quota so they have somebody to have sex with during this thing Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of quarantine relationships coming out of this where people just want their one hookup person so -hmm. they know they're both in the clear they've only seen each other and god it's a great way for like people to like latch on to someone and know where they are at all times like think about if you were like in a um, relationship where you didn't trust the person and now you're like well now you have to only be with me like exactly because but I think those guys and those girls too they always find a way to cheat everyone I wouldn't believe a, a goddamn absolutely <laughs> yeah. But it's like kind of cuffing season, but it's mm-hmm. quarantine season. It's the same What's idea. Cuffing so cuffing again? season's like, you know, it's about to be winter. There's holidays. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's co- it's more prevalent in cold areas mm-hmm. because you don't go out as much. So it's better to just have somebody at home instead of throwing on your 72 layers of clothes, mm-hmm. going out to a bar, trying to find somebody, convince them to come home with you, mm-hmm. snuggle. And like a lot of people, when it's cold out, want to snuggle. Yeah. Right now, it's the same idea. You're quarantining and chilling, basically. Mm-hmm. Or you're quor- Netflix and quarantine. Whatever two words you yeah. want to use, you're doing those things. So there's a lot of different things happening right now. It's very confusing to mm-hmm. most people because they don't know what they're up against. Mm-hmm. But that's why I've created virtual happy hours for single people. Oh. It's my version of meeting at a bar. Because... I'm bringing you all together. I know what you're looking for. It's essentially a group matchmaking session. How do you know what they're looking for? Like I you? ask them in advance. I give them like a little questionnaire okay. and I say, fill this out, send this back to me and I'm going to match a group of people together that their chances are you might like one Ooh, or two people I gotta in this tell, group. I got to tell my friend, I'm not going to say her name because I also want to tell a story about her in a little bit and I can't say her name. But It's LA based though because the hope is that at some point you go from the virtual happy hour to FaceTiming on your own to a future date IRL. Okay. And so I've been doing those. So how many people are on this virtual happy hour? And can, is it people, it's not just like 
two people you've set up it's like no. people can mix and mingle and they don't even know that you're you're trying to like you have your eye on these two people to be together so exactly they don't know why I've put them in the room together but it's more like six to eight people this is fun I know it's like now I'm like should you create a show about this of course I this should this is what my brain thinks about I really have no soul other than like how do we make this show how do we make money Rachel, on this? this is why we're friends because I think the same thing all the time <laughs> everything so about this is I like I don't know even know how I have time to date to be honest because I'm too busy same. making random businesses but I just want people to find love. So that's what this was. It's a great Bringing idea. people together in a really informal way. How many people are on each happy hour? Do you so have like a like cutoff? six to eight. Okay. Like three girls, three guys, me hosting it. So what I do is I go around the room and I ask people questions, but I'll ask the whole group questions. So I'll be like, what's your name and what's your drink? So let's say I ask you. Mm-hmm. You then say, I'm Rachel and I'm drinking this weird rum or whatever it's in there. And yeah. so then you have to pick a guy in the room, mm-hmm. whichever guy you want. Mm-hmm. So you start to see patterns because like you might keep asking the same guy to answer questions after you. Uh-huh. And it also makes people interact. We all laugh at each other's oh, answers. So you're, so you're then, so then I would then ask someone else the yes. question. Okay, I see. And it's, everyone has to answer the same question. So like, I'd be like, okay, Rachel, you answer. Then you'd be like, okay, Steve, your turn. And then mm-hmm. Steve has to answer. I'm Steve. I'm drinking a Moscow Mule and Steve has to pick a girl. And so then I ask the next question and it goes around the room again. Mm-hmm. And so everyone starts to like, is anyone getting left out? No, okay, you good. have to pick somebody. So like, People but you can't like, just keep asking left? the same person over and over again? No, because it like has to bounce around the room. Good, I don't and like bullying. No, it's <laughs> terrible. It's like, why would I want to pick teams here? Everybody's on the same team. It's mm-hmm. team love. Mm-hmm. And so then after the whole thing's over, I say, if you're interested in anybody from this event, email me and I'll connect you. I love it. Yeah. Are people having to pay for this or you're just no. doing it? Kindness of my heart. That's so nice of you. I know. It actually takes a lot of work, though. Yeah, I can see that. But maybe you should pitch a show about it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe. But that sounds really cool. So if you guys are in LA, hit up Jen to be involved in this Absolutely. happy hour thing. We, I have a group of 36 singles that I have That's to really now figure cool. out how to schedule all these people. It's like, you have, it's like you have a bunch of children you have to watch over now. I know. I do. I have to make them find love. And well, best, how are, But we got to make you find love. Okay. Well, so I have a virtual date tonight and I have two back to back on Thursday because I overbook myself and forget that this is all happening. Do you feel like you're overbooking yourself too much with dating and then you're not? Because we both, I feel like we both did that when we were single. Um, I mean, you still are, but you can't to- technically totally overbook yourself with like physical dates. But I would do that because I actually found dating to be very fun. Like it, it, and so, but then I would get, I like, everyone would sort of run together where I was like, who do I like? I don't know. I'll just schedule another one. Like it was like not probably the most healthy. I, I don't know, but it was also healthy. really fun. I think the fact that you had fun and... But there were certain people that would rise to the top. It just didn't work out. It wasn't like I was like never liked anyone. Right. And you also didn't go in with the intention of like just getting free drinks or free dinners. Like you oh. actually wanted to find love. Yeah. You put yourself out there. Strength in numbers, honestly. Yeah. And not in like a sleazy way, like what we you yeah. know refer to as like a player. It's more that you're like, I want to see who's out there. I want to yeah. find the right person and I'm going to do that by dating. But it's the same thing that you, you brought up with the um, you wouldn't go to a job interview or you wouldn't take a job that wasn't. I've always said this when I've had friends that are like, if their main goal and I have friends where their main goal really in life is to get married and have kids. I don't think they care that much about their career, but they have to have a career. And so I will say to them, why do you, why wouldn't you treat your dating life like a career then? If that really is your goal, just like me, you know, creating TV shows and movies and and stand up comedy and podcasting or whatever, besides finding love and whatever, but that is my goal. So I spend 12 hours or more a day doing that. 
Absolutely. Not that you can spend 12 hours a day dating, but like. You could. You why, actually probably why, could. <laughs> why are you just expecting it to happen? Like you have to, you have to try. Like you have to put effort into wh- what you want. I just think that, because there's other, that, that other school of thought of like, oh, do you think if you just like, it happens when you're never expecting it? Yes, of course. I think that's true. But then again, like Greg technically happened when I wasn't expecting him, but I was full on actively dating I think you were also more open to Greg because you were actively dating yeah if you like obviously Greg's been around for a while and Mm -hmm. you didn't consider dating him then and not that you didn't consider it but like it just wasn't as well it was very scary to like maybe ruin a working relationship or a friendship right yeah and also like if you're not meeting under a dating app pretense you don't necessarily know somebody likes you yeah and people don't give the same like effort and hints as they did in the past because everyone is like looking to be fair looking back greg like i think in the second year of my podcast he asked to be a guest because he'd been editing it since the beginning he asked to be a guest well maybe like six months into the beginning um so he has to be a guest because he had been working on this movie or whatever. And when he showed up to be a guest, he had brought me flowers and wine. And I just thought like, oh, what a polite Midwestern boy. And I, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. No one's ever done that. He's like, well, I got the flowers for free. I know the people from the flower shop. Well, he was see, like, then it doesn't sound so special when he says he got it for free. Well, so how would you know? I think he felt know? embarrassed. But, but, I, but I truly didn't think like, because I've always just thought he was so sweet. I was like, oh, he's just, what a nice guy. Like, I did not think at all that that meant he like, looking back now, I'm like, you scumbag. Like, <laughs> you thought something was going to happen. But anyways, I just didn't pick up on the clothes. And it's not always that obvious, especially like this day and age. Like a Jacqueline came on our podcast and mm. brought us presents like true makeup bags and things like did I think Jacqueline wanted to date me? No. Yeah. So like when a guy does something nice for me, unless he tells me I like you, I just think he's actually a decent guy. Yeah, I think that's true. That is that is genuinely what I thought. And hopefully they do nice things because they're nice, not just because they want to get in your pants. Totally. So I have a question on one of the ones I've written down. Are you finding that during this with the guys, for example, because first I thought like, okay, during quarantine, like guys are gonna have to put in more effort because they're gonna have to talk to you and not just think like, all right, I'll buy her a couple drinks and hopefully we'll hook up. They're having to really court. But do you think there's still like players will always be players? Are you seeing players still in this realm and how are you spotting them so i think that you can easily spot a player because of their amount of effort that they put in Mm -hmm. they won't necessarily want to facetime they'll want to just like text Mm -hmm. or they'll they're the ones that suggest you coming over like they don't consider the rules they don't consider what you're feeling that's just someone being selfish exactly and so like i had a guy reach out to me and he said hey are you still single um this guy reached out to me on facebook and he was like are you still single so i said yeah what's up you know because I didn't know where this was going I didn't know if maybe he wanted to like set me up with somebody or ask me for advice or ask about the podcast who knows so he was like well would you want to go out or I guess stay in sometime together and I was like I'm sorry what did you have in mind what did you have in mind for the going out part again or the staying in part and so he was like well you could come over I'll make us dinner and then we'll maybe make out a little oh you're just gonna say that he said it and I was like the balls on this guy so my response was... I think was, it's just people have nothing to lose at this point. They're just like, might as well just say I mean, it. his dignity, because now I'm talking about him. But, yeah. And also, he didn't get a date out of it, so yeah. he lost a date. Yeah. Um, and if that works on anyone, good for you. But yeah. that's just not for me. I wrote back saying, like, I'm. we should probably table this, you know, considering... <laughs> let's, put, let's put a pin in it. Put a pin in it because yeah. of, you know, just the climate, and also this was weird. Yeah. Um, and he wrote something, not your loss, but, like, you're missing out or... Ew. Or some uh, something stupid. You're like, I can assure you I'm not, sir. No. Goodbye. Ta-ta. 
Um, so that happens. I think you can easily sniff out the players when it's like either so no only effort, te- only text mostly, not trying to FaceTime, not doing like let's have sushi together or let's do so just the minimal effort you'd see in real life is still still fucking running rampant Mm -hmm. so then there's you can see that the guys that are actually making effort they want to schedule a FaceTime Mm -hmm. they want to talk to you about potentially figuring out a second date that involves seeing each other and they're cognizant of the rules Mm -hmm. I think anybody that is a rule follower is somebody that is respectful Mm -hmm. that takes the world around them seriously yeah, like that, that takes your concerns into consideration that you may not be comfortable with certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody who actually wants you to feel comfortable is somebody who's looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they that's, invite you to their great. house to yeah. make out. What would you give advice um, for girls and guys listening to this? Like, what do you suggest like people talk about on these FaceTime dates? Like, I know that sounds weird because you should just be able to talk about whatever, but it is kind of awkward. Like, Specifically, like people, you know, might fall into the trap of just complaining about coronavirus and stuff. And like that can be a downer. Like, what do you suggest? Like, Do you suggest people even like maybe play games or do I don't know. What do you suggest people talk about? Okay, so I think it's really important to ask somebody how they're handling this Mm -hmm. because of what you said about how it could be a downer. If somebody said to me that they've been lazy, that they're out of work or that they're uninspired or that they're not doing something with this time that's productive. I could never date that person ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I simply, you and I start 17 businesses just sitting here. Yeah, seriously. I feel bad when people feel that way, but it's very, I, I know myself, it's just an energy I can't be around. Like I, I will, like Greg's gotten down a few times during this. I probably have gotten down a few times too, but I'll ask him like, hey, are you actually genuinely depressed or just kind of feeling anxious in the moment right now? Because if he's genuinely depressed, we'll deal with that. He's like, no, I'm just anxious in the moment. I'm like, cool handle that we'll talk later but like I just <laughs> which actually sounds so cold I love it though so like, much but like there's not much I can do to relieve his anxiety I can suggest like when you go for a walk or maybe do something like play music or whatever makes you happy and like he can do the same for me but beyond that I'm not trying to like completely hold someone else up and like it would be very hard to date someone who was like I feel uninspired I feel like I don't want to move it they that's sad and I hope that they're not suffering from actual depression but it is not something I'd want to enter into Especially when you're as high energy as you and I are. Well, yeah, that person, A, shouldn't be dating right now because they're the type of person we talked about earlier that you're looking for somebody to enhance your life in Mm -hmm. some way because you're not happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be with that person. Maybe 10 years ago, I might have thought like, oh, I'm going to save them. Oh, I was the queen of thinking I was saving people. And we're not that anymore. Now we want somebody just to be like the cherry on top. And like... I'm already having a great time during quarantine, to be quite frank. I'm mm-hmm. working. I'm productive. I work out. I am with my dog all the time. You're adapting. You're making the best of it. And I'm a homebody to begin with. So, like, if you're like this during a crisis, you're going to be like this during other crisis. Yeah. I crises. Get, I feel like it is a good way to weed out someone that, if you have this similar, guys, if you have a similar personality to Jen and I, or if you just even want someone that... Um, I guess is adaptable in the sense of, like, I think it does show... What a per like in a situation like this, I think it shows what a person is gonna be like when the going gets tough, obviously. Like I always think about like, oh man, like if I had kids with someone and like they they handled the stress in by like just shutting down, doing nothing, drinking a lot, smoking pot, whatever. Like that's it. Like if they're handling the p- pandemic like that, I don't think I wanna enter into a like I want someone that we are both kind of like building each other up, but like, all right, how do we make the best of this? This sucks, but what else? Let's figure it out. Here's the thing. 
a pandemic sucks. Yeah, of course. And every it does. day is different. Yeah. Some days are going to be better than others. But additionally, it sucks a lot more for the like pe- like the frontline workers and the, the nurses, the so I that's another thing I can't handle. Perspective. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Right. Like, like momentarily, okay, you can yeah. feel sorry for yourself or like maybe you just have a shit day or maybe you're feeling that's angsty. That's all okay, but if However, you're an able-bodied man or woman who can do something to 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 work or if you can't work because I, I know that's very difficult right now and I mean we've all felt versions of losing jobs and stuff but like if you can't find something that makes you feel alive during this time and you can't adapt and you are again an able-minded embodied person like eh. right we're not gonna date you not today not tomorrow <laughs> not next pandemic yeah but it's going back to the same thing as looking for a job if you're going to present in your first conversation with somebody about how down you are and about how shitty this all is and your outlook True. is crap. Would you go into a job interview being like, everything's so, I really don't like working. Oh yeah, you're like, you know, this job was the only one available. So I applied. Okay, cool. Definitely not hiring you and definitely not dating you. Yeah. See yourself out. So if you lead with that, you're just a shit person to begin with because you don't know anything about anything. Mm-hmm. And also probably seek help virtually. But mm-hmm. we're not here for that. We're not trying to help you. Mm-hmm. We're we're trying to date you potentially. So mm-hmm. if that's what your mind thinks is an appropriate way to like start off a relationship or any sort of connection, yeah. you've got another thing coming and you are not meant for the public sphere. Yeah. So, so you're telling people definitely don't lead with negativity Debbie Downer you can ask people how they're doing during right. this and you should because it definitely weeds yeah. people out like obviously the guy that we're just talking about or the girl that we just talked about like the person that says that everything sucks mm-hmm. I'd rather hear about what people are doing or learning or how they're bettering their lives or how mm-hmm. they're making the most of the situation or yeah. their perspective on how it's affecting the globe or philosophically or spiritually or any of it mm-hmm. I don't care have an opinion but have it be something that is positive. Do you uh, encourage people to leave politics and stuff out of it? I can no, see that getting real actually, awkward. I think that that does also tell you a lot about somebody. Yeah. And a lot of people in their dating profiles, if that's how you connect, um, put whether they're like a Trump supporter or not. Like, And mm-hmm. that's obviously a key point of contention because you're either are or you're not. Mm-hmm. Very few people have no opinion of him. Yeah. Um, so... I haven't seen many people that are like, I love Trump in their dating profiles. I think it, maybe they would just leave it out if they do because yeah. it's weird. But um, a lot of people say like, swipe left if you like Trump so that, you know, uh-huh. that they're not going to want to date you. Uh-huh. So you can talk about these things. I think if you have information to back it up, don't mm-hmm. be uneducated in your answers. Like come to the table being a knowledgeable human being about anything you're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then what? Okay, so that's... Oh, so that's one thing. Uh-huh. Talk about the pandemic as it relates to your experience, how you're feeling. Be honest. This is a great opportunity to share your vulnerability and how you actually yeah. feel. And Because you don't have to be on your like perfect like like physical A game either. Like no one's expecting you to be in a mini dress sitting no, in your apartment. We're all like, going through this. And that's yeah. the one thing we have in common. Other days and not during the pandemic, everyone has a different thing going on. So mm-hmm. your bad day could have just been your bad day, but this is everyone's bad year. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. So we all have this in common. It's one thing to talk about. And then um, the other thing is, is to talk about like more about what you're doing to keep yourself busy. So like mm-hmm. I, for instance, and teaching myself French, mm-hmm. that's something that I think that's people cool. find interesting. You're cooking. Mm-hmm. Like there are things we're all doing that actually make us way more interesting if we're actually doing the things. Mm-hmm. So talk about those things. Um, 
good things to do are also come to the table with questions. Like, what's something you really want to know about somebody? Like, for me, it's the pandemic. What are you doing with your time? Mm-hmm. Um, something else I might ask is, like, uh, what's something you want to do after this? Like, what are yeah. you most looking forward to yeah. when this is all over? Like, what do you miss? For me, it's lobster on the beach. Like, I want to go to Malibu. Jesus. Of when were you having lobster well, on the beach? What are you, Richie Rich over here? No, I just, you know, splurge sometimes for a good living. Um, but to me, the idea of summer, because I yeah. decided I'm getting out of here June 1st, so too bad mm-hmm. I'm going to. Yeah. Um, I'm going straight to, like, Malibu Seafood. I'm going to have a lobster, and I'm going to sit on the beach right in front of there. Oh, and I'm going to pretend I'm on vacation, because I have to drive an hour it. to get it to Malibu. Mm-hmm. And that's a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have la- like I have so many dreams of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings me joy. Somebody else might be like, I want to go squeeze my mom. Yeah. I want to go on a road trip. Whatever it is, have an answer ready. Because yeah. I think everyone wants to know what people do, A, outside of this. Mm-hmm. What is most important to them and brings them value. Mm-hmm. And what their normal life looks like. I think it's a really good opportunity to get to know people. Like if you're going to, if you're talking to a good person, really getting to know a person during this, like virtually. Absolutely. It's kind of like when people went to war in the old timey times Mm -hmm. and you would send them like long notes. I've actually got I miss you on the fortnight and I thought of you. Exactly. It's been a fortnight. (laughs) I hope that you were looking at the same star when I was looking at it. Yes. (laughs) I named the star after you, Jeffrey. Um, (laughs) Joffrey. (laughs) Joffrey, of course. There was no Jeffrey back then. Um, But it's kind of the same idea. I've actually gotten a lot of longer messages because of this. I think people are more likely to write more information and Mm want to have these long drawn out conversations and put more effort into it if obviously they're looking for something real yeah because a they're home yeah b they do want to know about you because you could possibly be the person they quarantine with in the future if this ever were to come back around which they say it does it will Mm -hmm. september (laughs) so we'll be out for like a month yeah we'll all infect each other again and then we go right back okay so um so i'm gonna be ready i'm getting my quarantine boyfriend ready to go good You've been you've been planning. You've been working on it, yeah, and no I think you've given my it. listeners a lot of inspiration and a lot of tough love. Be better, everyone. Yeah, for each other and for yourself. Oh wait, before I was going to close it out, I want I want to get your opinion on like one really positive part of dating during this, but I forgot. I wanted to ask for my friend. So she um, she was supposed she went on a hiking date with this guy who is a doctor some, or some sort of sur- surgeon, and. That was like midweek last week. And then they were supposed to have done another social distancing date, like play tennis or something. And then um, maybe he was going to cook for, I I can't quite remember. Um, But that was like set in stone. Like, I think they talked Thursday and it was like, great, I'm excited to see you Saturday. So then no follow up, I don't think Friday. And then Saturday, she called me like around maybe like noon or one. And she was like, still haven't heard from my mom. I was like, well, what's your cutoff on like, are you still going to hang out or whatever and then I brought you up I was like so I was like my friend Jen has been in the situation a few times and she's literally like no I'd like even if he calls right now I'm like my cutoffs already happened and then I think that he didn't ever end up calling or anything and I think she sent him a message maybe that night just being like did you just forget and then I think he didn't respond to the next day or just late that night and was like I'm so sorry I had emergency surgery and blah 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 so what would you have done in that situation? Because part of me was like, all right, well, I've never dated a doctor before. I don't know how, like, you know, emergency those things come up. Like, you know, what do you have to lose? I guess like, you just hang out with them one more time. Like, who cares? Or do you put your foot down and just like, well, that was disrespectful the first time? What would you do in that scenario? Okay, so a couple things. 
if I have a plan with somebody on a certain day and I don't know what time that plan is happening and I haven't heard from them by let's go with one o'clock or two o'clock mm-hmm. and the plan is like a daytime date I'm like well this plan's not happening yeah if the date is supposed to be like a nighttime date I usually give the cutoff at like one or two okay because you know the morning can fly by people are busy and then they're like oh my god I have to reach out to this person and like lock this in I totally forgot so two o'clock first things first you are your priority. You assume at that point you're not seeing that person and you mm-hmm. decide for yourself you're not seeing that person. I love that. So you or made if, the decision. Or if you want to, fine. But but regardless. No, you're you ma- don't want to because you, you to. have respect for yourself. Okay. So you no longer have plans with this person. I see what you're saying. By okay. two o'clock. Got if it. your plan was for nighttime. If Got your it. plan was for daytime and you well, haven't heard no. from that person, yeah. you're that's it. So what you'll say to them if you want to be so bold as to reach out, which I feel fine about. I don't mm-hmm. think you have to wait for people to tell you things. I think you can reach out and say, hey, I haven't heard from you, so I'm going to assume we don't have plans today. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I'm going to make other plans because it's, you know, it's in a, f- a few hours. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to make other That's plans That's very for polite myself. communication on your part. Right. Like, you're just giving Although them... Although kind the, of annoying that you had to be the one to... You're but. giving them the benefit of the doubt, but also passive-aggressively saying... You didn't, it's not passive aggressive. I would just say it's politely saying, educating, if you will. Mm -hmm. You haven't reached out. I don't make plans with people last minute. So in the future, if you want to reach out and have plans, you need to do it by this time. Otherwise, I will have other plans. Mm -hmm. I'm a person that's busy. I have a lot of people in my life. I have a lot going for me and I'm not sitting around waiting for you. So that's why I say have respect for yourself. Don't ever wait around for anybody. Even if they come around later if you hate them, but you want sex, fine. Mm-hmm. Then you can say yes. Yeah. But like if you actually want to date this person and see if they like you, you set boundaries and yeah. say, this is what I am willing to do. And this is what I'm not willing to do. Yeah. I think it's good to set boundaries early on. Yeah. Yeah. So first things first, you decide you're not seeing them no matter what, because you need to make other plans. Even if your plan is sitting at home it's your plan. Mm-hmm. That's the plan you made for yourself because you're not waiting for anybody. Mm-hmm. Then, finally, if they do respond late, let's just say, and they're like apologetic, you can give them another chance. Mm-hmm. I believe in sec. I believe in second chances, especially if there's a good excuse. I too have not dated a surgeon who might have like a random surgery come yeah. up. Yeah, if the person's apologetic and considerate of your time and says something like, "I'm so sorry." I will make it up to you. That's exactly what he said to her, but they haven't hung out. She, I, she texted me and she said she's over it, so I don't know. Well, I think if somebody, you know, and this is what that guy didn't do, the mm-hmm. one that rescheduled on me, he wasn't apologetic. He mm-hmm. didn't consider my time. He canceled last minute and it showed the next time we hung out that he had no idea what he was doing in terms of me and him. Yeah. And probably didn't care because he was willing to ghost me, which is so rude. Mm-hmm. But I think if somebody has the decency to say all of those things, now they have to back it up with actions, obviously, but that's mm-hmm. what the second chance is about. If the second chance goes poorly, then you know that that person's full of shit. Mm-hmm. If they actually like do show up for you yeah. and make it up to you and are punctual and are considerate of your time and your energy that goes into making plans with them, you can keep seeing them. Yeah, I think that's very good advice. Like the 2 p.m. I'm like, you, you have to take care of yourself. You're not doing it. But then if they are apologetic, give them a second chance. Yes. Okay, so let's end on something positive you think that could come out of dating during this pandemic. I think people are going to get to know each other much more than they would if they were physical with each other. Mm-hmm. And you really can lay a wonderful groundwork with somebody and have these deep conversations and talk about like 
things that you wouldn't necessarily talk about in a bar that's loud with wine or yeah. drinks because you're, you know, you're intoxicated or mm-hmm. you're skipping the meteor stuff because you just want to be fun and lively. Yeah. And then you also might like add in the physical too soon. Mm-hmm. With this, it's actually creating like boundaries Real we connection can't too. avoid. Yeah. 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 I like that. I think that's very true. Because you think about like, think about like first dates where it was just like, you're also just trying to be super fun and lively. So you're like, let's go play pool, which is like very distracting. And it is involves like kind of physical. I feel like always like games like that can be. And it's like you you're just straight up talking to the person and you can't fake it. You can't. Yeah, I like that. And you're like not all done up. You're in your house. You have nowhere else to be, no distractions. You literally can look into somebody's eyes and like have a conversation that Mm -hmm. is meaningful, I think. Yeah. If you make it that way. Otherwise, you know, you talk about fluff. Not everyone talks about deep things, but it's the way you put yourself out there, I think. I love it. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Tell everyone where they can find you, your virtual happy hours, the Insta, your podcast. You can find me all the places um, on Instagram at Jennifer Golden. You can listen to our podcast. Jennifer it's, Golden's only one N. Yes, I think that makes it confusing. It does. Jennifer with one N. We didn't need to. I already had enough going on. You had me. a lot of personality. You didn't need I that extra N. Probably just running the show. Yeah. I think. 100%. But, so Jennifer Golden on Instagram. It's complicated as our podcast. Actually, this week we're talking about abstaining from sex. Uh, we've got a guy on who it believes in abstinence because it gives you the opportunity to really get to know Ooh, somebody. Interesting, especially during this. Exactly. Yeah. So it really is a good time to listen to this episode. I find a lot of value in what he had to say. So tune in for that. Um, you obviously don't have to abstain from sex forever, but mm-hmm. you might take some of the principles and apply it in the beginning stages of dating. Um, and you can follow us at its co- no. It's you can follow us at Complicated Show on Instagram if you want to just see what we're up to and our fun relationship memes. And also don't forget to reach out on any of these platforms if you want to be part of our virtual dating if you're in LA. Perfect. All right. Love you. Love Bye. You.